just want to shout out to everybody here for sticking it out. It's lonely not being in Eretz Yisrael, but you know we're in it together. Okay, so a major part of the parsha, actually, a name given to the Shabbos is, is Shabbos Shira. The reason that Shabbos is called Shabbos Shira is because we, rank, we read the parsha of Shira Sayyam in the parsha this week. And if you go through the Shira Sayyam, so you'll see, and we say it every day, different parts to the Shira Sayyam, we speak about what happened to the Mitzrayim, we speak about their downfall. We speak about the Yeshua that happened to Klal Yisrael. And we speak about how amazing HaKadosh Baruch Hu is to the point that we can't even put it into words and we just say, Micha Hashem. So Shira Sayyam is incorporating all of that. The Mapala of the Mitzrayim, the Yeshua of Hashem, the Shvachim of Hashem. And then there's one other thing that creeps in towards the beginning. We wanted to understand this and try to draw something Lomaisa from it. The Pasuk says, Azi Vizimraska, okay, we know that Pasuk, Zekeli Vanveil. Zekeli, it's one of the Shvachim, they saw, they pointed. Rashi says they were able to see things that only the greatest of the Nevi'im saw. Their Mamash had such an incredible hasaga of Akadosh Baruch Hu. They pointed to him, Zekeli Vanveil. What does Vanveil mean? <clears throat> so anybody who's learned Sukkah, anybody who's learned Shabbos knows Vanveil means. That there's a mitzvah of hidur mitzvah. A person, when he does a mitzvah, should do a mitzvah in a nice way. It comes from the word nai. I'm going to beautify him. I'm going to beautify the mitzvahs that I do for him. But what, is that, what does this have to do with anything? Again, shira sayam is a shira. We, we were finally freed from the clutches of the mitzrayim. It makes sense that we talk about what happens to the mitzrayim. It makes sense we talk about our Yeshua. It makes sense that we praise Hashem. And we're accepting upon ourselves that when we do mitzvahs, we'll do it in a mahudar dika way. There's a lot of klalim in mitzvahs, a lot of different ways that a person should do a mitzvah. Should do a mitzvah b'roi v'am hadras melech, mitzvah habali yavcha al-tach mitzene, you should do a mitzvah right away. And put this Indian of hidur mitzvah, the, the one, is something we accepted upon ourselves. We crossed the yamsuf, we saw the giluyim that we saw, and we accept it upon ourselves that when we do mitzvahs, we'll do it in a beautiful way. What's the hemshah? What's the connection between hidur mitzvah? And how does this come into the shira? And you see that they brought this up right away. Why dafka right away? That's question number one. Second question is that the word va'anvehu, really according to the targum and according to Rashi, means something completely different. At least in the first shot of Rashi. The Targum says, We say this every day, so it's, it's, kedai to, it's kedai to dwell on this. According to the Targum, means I will build for him a Naveh. Yisrael says by the, by Shira Sayyam, and I'll build a Mikdash for him. They dreamt, they spoke, they, they sang, that one day they'll build a Mikdash. The Svasemus learns in Parsha Shmini, I think we won't talk about it maybe last year. That when they built the Mishkan, it says that they sang. When the Shekhinah came down, the fire came down in Hashemayim, they sang a song, and it doesn't say what they sang. So the Svasemus wants to suggest that they sang Shira Sayyam. When they built the Mishkan. When the Mikdash was ready, and they started doing the Avoidah, and the heavenly sign came, why they sing Shira Sayyam? But could be the reason they sing Shira Sayyam is at the beginning of Shira Sayyam, this was the dream. 
one day we'll build him a Mishkan. So when they actualize that dream, when they actually build it, and HaKadosh Baruch shows that it's Maitzachein Be'enav, and he accepts it. So then, they go back to singing that original shir. But we ask the same question. Why is, how does this creep in to Shir Sayan? Let's remind ourselves, they came out of Mitzrayim. Seven days later, they went through the Amsuf. The enemies drowned. They're singing about what happened to the enemy. They're singing about their Yeshua. They're singing praises of Hashem. All of that fits in. But why now? Why now are they saying, Va'anveyu al built for him a Mikdash? Because a lot of things we have to do. A lot, of, a lot of mitzvahs we have to do. A lot of things. Why Dafka now? So if Gedal Yeshur asks this last question, and he says something, and you know, for the rest of the time I would like to try to develop and understand it. Gedal Yeshur says, it's a hamshach to the beginning, to the words before Van Vehu. What are the two words before Van Vehu? Zekeli. What's Zekeli? Rashi says from Chazal, quoted it before. Zekeli, they pointed. HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealed himself, revealed his presence as much as a human being could, when he's alive. Could be Masig HaKadosh Baruch Hu. with all of his glory, HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealed himself to them. To the point that they were pointing at Hashem with their finger. The smallest, simplest Jewish woman saw by the Yam, that which Nevi'im, the greatest Nevi'im, weren't able to see. In the Midrashim, the Yecheskel couldn't see, Yeshaya couldn't see, those who saw the Merkava, they saw. They saw such Giluyim, they felt so close to Hashem, they understood everything so clearly. They saw it so clearly. They felt it so closely. They didn't want to lose it. So therefore they wanted, what's the Eitzah? What could we do to hold on to this kirva that we have? The answer is, in Parshas Truma, the Pasuk says, Va'asuli mikdash. If we build a mikdash, what happens? V'shachanti b'saycham. The Rabbani Sholeilam says, I will, dre- I will dwell b'saycham among them. So now that when they're experiencing this Gilui Shechina, this Kirvas Elohim, and they want to hold on to it, they know that there's a good chance it's going to dissipate. They know there's a good chance it's not going to be just like Hergeshim come, they go, just like Giluyim come, Giluyim go. So how are they going to hold on to it? They say there is a way to hold on to it. Va'asuli Mikdash. Right away at the beginning of the Shira. Since Zekeli, Va'anveyo, I'm going to build, I want to, it's crucial for me. I need to create deposits. I need to create places where I'm able to contain these kind of giluyim and it's something that's going to be able to last. So why is it that way? <clears throat> why is the Beis HaMikdash... And again, we, we'll, obviously we'll bring it back to ourselves. Why is that the answer? Why is having that the way to be able to keep Hashpah, to keep the, the Kirvas Elohim, to keep the Shechina? I'd like to suggest it in one of two ways. The first way is based on some psukim at the end of the parsha, with a gorgeous beer from the Kedusha Slavi. So it's here in the parsha, and it's, um, I wouldn't say it's required reading, but let's say like right be- the level before that. Kimat required reading. The last part of the parsha deals with the man in a lot of detail. Klai Yisrael's in the Midbar. They're hungry. They run out of, 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 of the food that they took out of Mitzrayim. It lasted them for a month. What are they going to do with all this? How are they going to survive? They quetch, they complain. Rubanshom sends down the man. And he says to Moshe Rabbeinu, 
The money's going to come down every day, but on Friday they're going to get a double portion. Moshe doesn't tell that to Kla Yisrael. What he tells Kla Yisrael is the money is going to come down every day. Comes the first Friday, they find the double portion. So does Canaan come over to Moshe? They say, what's going on? Moshe says, oh, Rabban told me to tell you that there's going to be a double portion because on Shabbos, it's not going to come. He explains how Shabbos, you have to do the Bishel, you have to do whatever it is before Shabbos. The Trina has to be done before Shabbos. The Bishel has to be done before Shabbos. Moshe Avinu says, how does the Rebbeinu Shalaylam react to Moshe for not telling them right away? These are frightening psukim. The Rebbeinu Shalom comes to Moshe and says to him, Vayom Rashem Moshe, it's Perk Tazayin Pasach Hashem says to Moshe, Ad me'antem, until when are you going to refuse Lishmar to guard, to protect Hashem comes to Moshe with a mega taina. Until when are you going to refuse to do the right thing? So Rashi says, Moshe Rabbeinu. Rashi says that's what happens when you have cabbages that grow among the thorns. So the thorns prick the cabbages. Moshe Rabbeinu was, like somehow he was around the bad guys, so to speak, so... Had a little bit of a, you know, he he, he also got nailed, so to speak. The Kedusha Slavi says something unbelievable. He says the reason Moshe Rabbeinu didn't tell them right away, of course he was going to tell them before Shabbos what they're not allowed to do on Shabbos. He wasn't I'm going to cause a chil Shabbos that they would go out and fight. Moshe was going to tell them, but he felt it wasn't nugget at the beginning of the week. I'll wait till it's fresh. I'll tell them right before Shabbos. But when you don't tell people about Shabbos until right before Shabbos, what do they lose out on? On preparing for Shabbos. On looking forward to Shabbos. On getting into the mindset for Shabbos. He says, well, So what if there wouldn't have been any Chilul Shabbos? He would have told them before. He brings them from the Sifra Yireim to call mitzvah before you do a mitzvah. A person's got to prepare himself. Why? So that when he comes to do the mitzvah, he's doing it with Kedusha, with Tahara. <clears throat> person does it, when he looks forward to it, the mitzvah becomes chaviv in his eyes. He gets excited. It's precious. He's happy when he does it. So then when he actually does the mitzvah, he does it, he makes sure that he knows all the details, all the halachas of the mitzvah. He's emotionally prepared. He's prepared in his mind. Knowing what you're going to do before you're doing, preparing for it, before you have it, is what gives the mitzvah the shleimahs. So Rabban Shem was saying, Masha, I know that you were going to make sure that nobody did the wrong thing. Nobody was going to be Machal Shabbos. I get it. But Masha, they needed to get excited about it. They needed to look forward. They needed to be medactic. They needed to handle the sugya before, if you will. They needed to get into it so that when they do it, they do it in the most perfect way. He quotes the Ramban, on Zachar Yom HaShabbos L'Kachay. There's a mitzvah, the Ramban says, every day of the week to mention, we don't call in Lashon HaKadosh, there's no name Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It's Echad B'Shabbos, Sheni B'Shabbos, Shlishi B'Shabbos. I'm working my way towards Shabbos, I'm preparing, I'm thinking, I'm longing for Shabbos the whole week. By the time I come to Shabbos, it's, it's a whole different Shabbos. I'm excited, it's the highlight, it's the focus. And this doesn't only apply to Shabbos, it applies to all mitzvahs. This is the way he speaks it out. You see, you know, this is the way he speaks about it. A beautiful beer. And that's what the Rebbe is telling Moshe Rabbeinu. Of course Moshe wouldn't have let us not keep Shabbos. 
But he was teaching Moshe Rabbeinu, and he says that that's Pshat in the Pasuk, the end of this Pasuk. Hashem says to Moshe, until when, Ad'ana, may Antem have you, have you refused Lishmar Mitzvah What does the word Lishmar mean? To guard, to protect. What else does Lishmar mean? To wait. To wait, to look forward, like Aviv Shamar Asadava. Until when are you refusing Lishmar to await, to get excited, to long for my mitzvahs and to keep the different things of the Torah? It's a beautiful beer. The idea of Asuli Mikdash Veshachanti Besaychan, based on this, is Akadosh Baruch Hu, just like by, when they came through the Yamsuf, there are times that Hashem will give us understanding and He'll give us clarity and He'll allow us to feel close to Him. But when we don't do something to prepare ourselves for it, then we don't really get it in its fullest. We get it, it comes, it goes. To really absorb it, to have a kinyan in a person's nefesh, you need to do something, I need to do something, we need to do something to make sure that that kinyan is able to stick. Va'asuli mikdash, you make a place with kedusha, make sure that everything you put into it is with the purest of thoughts, and you build it, and you make sure that it's, it's, it's tar and it's kadosh, and you work on creating such a place, I'm going to follow the halacha exactly, there's so many details, how to make every single aspect of that place. I do it right, you, you prepared it like that, with the right heart, with the right machshava, on HaKadosh Baruch Hu's terms, not on your terms. That's how you build it. That's how you build it, v'shachanti v'saycham. That's creating a makum that's so right for Ashura Sashchina. I was thinking it could be that that's also the Indian of, 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 of Hidr Mitzvah. When a person does Hidr Mitzvah, you know, mitzvahs, we say in davening, v'dabik libeinu b'mitzvah yisacha. Mitzvahs are supposed to bring us to dveikas b'ashem. Mitzvah comes from the word tzavsar, makes us one, accompanying, that we become one with the Bari Island. So mitzvahs have to be done with Hidr, because if I don't do it with hachana, I don't do it in a way that I'm preparing it, I don't do it in a way that I realize what I'm doing. You don't brown bag a mitzvah. You wrap it. The Pasuk says, Would you bring something, would you bring a shabby, a shabby gift to your governor? To, you wouldn't do it like that. Mitzvah has to be done. When you do hither mitzvah, it means I'm thinking, I'm preparing, I'm making sure it's nice. This thought that goes into it, this machshava, this tircha, I, I, I'm making it beautiful, I'm getting myself into the mindset, and then I'm doing it. So when Klai comes through the Yam, let's go back. What did Rav Shor say to us? He says, the reason over here was that they were afraid that they were going to lose the Giluyim. Zekeli, I'm experiencing such kirvas alakim. What happens if I lose it? The Eitzah is twofold. First of all, build a Malkum. You have to build yourself. Build your Malkum. If you build that, then you're able to contain the Shechina. Another Pshat, Zekeli, Hidur Mitzvah. Hit mitzvah, put thought into the mitzvah before you do the mitzvah. Spend time, spend time, beautify it, and then do the mitzvah. It doesn't only mean the chayfetz shal mitzvah. Be mahadar, there's different shitas. Do it in, in, in the most mahadar dika way. Do it in the way that you're covering all the shitas. Do it in a way that you're not being samach on kulas. Do it in a way that you're doing it in the best possible way, in a way that it will make a roshem. Zekeli, since I have zekeli va'anveyu, I want to make sure that I create a way that it's going to be able to remain. Yeah, how do we do it? I mean, we don't, it says in the Chafetz Chaim, in one of his Svarim, Chaim Hadas, Chafetz Chaim says, the Asuli Mikdash is the global mitzvah. Klai Yisrael has to build the Mikdash. But every one of us, we say every morning, Zekei Livan Vei, we also have to build a Mikdash. Practically speaking, so, you know, we don't have to all sing the Bilvavi Mishkan Avner right now, but 
But yeah, a person has to make a makam. Some of us are learning after davening the Torah Sabbaths from the Chavetz Chaim. Chavetz Chaim says in every person's house there has to be a place in your house where you could go and learn with Menuchas HaNefesh. That's what he says. In every person's house. He says, because you're going to have time on your hands. You're not always busy. Do you have a place where you could learn? Where you could daven? Where you, could, where you have Menuchas HaNefesh where it's conducive to do it? Here we're in Yeshiva. We've got a whole base madrash. But is it conducive to learn? Is it, am I creating for myself times of... Yeshiva is giving us the darim. So I know there's time from point A to point B in my day, hopefully more than just that. There are different times in the day that I'm meyuchad for it. So I have these azmanim that I'm meyuchad. There are places, do I have a set place where I daven and I learn? Do I clear my pockets? Do I clear my thoughts? So that when I do that, then I'm building that mikdash, I'm creating that mikdash. So vishachanti besaycham, then it comes in. And I do it in a beautiful way, and I do it in a way that I make sure that I'm going to... If you value it like that, then it could endure. Those moments that you want to hold on to are able to linger, are, are able to endure. That's number one. I want to suggest, it could be a little bit of a different Derek also. I, I, I got this, there's a safer called Mishchas Shaman. Uh, the author was a Hasidish Rosh Yeshiva in Gateshead. Uh, Reb Chaim Shal Kaifman. Tremendous, tremendous safer. Gorgeous safer with so, so much chizik and beautiful things. So I want to share with you the way he wants to learn. It's a, a little bit different. We have a few minutes. He says like this. In order for a person to become attached to Hashem, you can't do that if you're dead. You know, the Lulav Hayavish puzzle, the Yerushalmi says, what's the Makar that a Lulav Hayavish, a dried out Lulav is puzzle? Because you're going to do Nanum with your Lulav, and it says, Laya Mesim, Yahaluluka. You're dead, you can't. It doesn't. It's not going to work. It's not going to jive. A person's got to be alive. A person's got to be vibrant. A person's got to be current. A person's got to be... A person's got to be invested. When, a, when we approach that, that's how we're able to connect, to be able to carry on that dvekas with the Rebbe Shalom. but it comes through a person having to... having to be alive. It's got to be some, some sort of a chiyas on the part of a person. This part he doesn't explain, but let's just speak it out for a moment. Inside the base of Mikdash, you know that there's a halacha called Ein Shavos Mikdash. There's no Durabanans in the Mikdash. Because since the Kohanim was reason, they're so efficient in the way they do Avaidah, you don't need all the Gedarim of the Rabban. You don't have to protect anything. There was a certain alertness, a vibrancy. The Lacham Apanim didn't get old. It remained warm, fresh the whole time. The base of Mikdash, person didn't have very, it gets renewed, there's Kapara. There's so much Chiyas in that base of Mikdash. There's Shira, there's there's Zimra, there's people who, who had fallen apart, who had, who had done things they shouldn't have done, who get their chiyas back. It's alive, there's alertness. In the Makamah Mikdash, there's chiyas all the time. When a person does a mitzvah, behidur, he's not just doing a mitzvah to be yotzah the mitzvah, he's not doing it in a dry way. He's investing in the mitzvah, he's making it nice, he's getting excited about it, he's doing it with a certain simcha. A person does that, he explains, a person's able to achieve that vekas. So when a person, over here, Zekeli, they want to hold on to it. What's the Eitzah? Va'anveyu. Va'anveyu is don't be stagnant. Don't be dried out. Do make sure that you create a place like a Makam HaMikdash, which is filled with chiyas, filled with renewal. It's filled with being current, with being vibrant, with being alive. Do mitzvahs behidur. You know, Zekeli va'anveyu, the Gemara says, the sheet of Abba Shal. Abba Shal says, va'anveyu is anivahu. I'm the same as Hashem. 
Just like Hashem is Rachum Vachanan, that even if a person doesn't deserve it, Hashem gives it to him anyway, so too we have to be Rachum and Chanan. That's also good. Being more. I'm, I'm not just... If he did something to me, I could have a tie in the back. I'm Rachum. I don't have to be. It's not my problem. It's his problem. I'm Rachum. I'm Chanun. I'm Erech I'm patient with... It, it, there's a certain chiyas. It comes from a certain vibrancy. A certain, I'm not just keeping things the way they are. <coughs> for pers- there's a mitzvah of Achilles Meiser Shein. I'm sorry, for, I'm sorry for rambling a drop. Just to, to bring out this point. What is the point of the mitzvah of Meiser Shein? Tosus brings us here free. The point of Meiser Shein is the Torah wants us to spend time in Yerushalayim. Because when you spend time in Yerushalayim around the Makam HaMikdash, and you see the Kohanim doing their Avodah and Zerizas, I mean, it's going to inspire a person, it's going to bring him to real Yerushalayim, it's going to bring him to learn. That's what it says in Tosus. That's what, it, that's what being there does it. Yerushalayim was destroyed. Why was Yerushalayim destroyed? Everybody, you learned Elo Matthias, Taflamid. Why was Yerushalayim destroyed? Kamara says because they didn't go Lefinim Meshur Asadim. That's a reason to destroy Yerushalayim. It's because when you don't go Lefinim Meshur Asadim, if so, it is the way it is. Lefinim Meshur Asadim means I'm ready to take it one step further. I'm ready to go. I know that this is the way it is, but I. I'll go the extra mile. It shows that there's a chiz, there's a vibrancy. I'm not just stuck and stagnant and the way things are, the way things are. Zekeli, I feel inspired. I have giloyim. I feel kirvas elokim. Va'anveyu, I'll build him a mikdash. I'll go lefnim sadin. I'll be a racham v'chanon. I'll be mahadar my mitzvahs. Number one, this means that I'm creating makamas. I'm doing something to be able to contain that shechina. And I'm also showing that excitement and that vibrancy. So let's end off with the following. We have a, a short break, a couple of days. Moshe Rabbeinu had a schlep Kla Yisrael away from the Yamsa. It says, Vayasa, Vayasa, Baal Karcham. He had to schlep them away. Rashi says, why? There was so much bizas ayam, there were so many spoils by the sea. Moshe Rabbeinu had to schlep them. It's brought down, the Sfarim bring down from the Zara that the bizas ayam, more than the gold and the silver, was this kirvas elokim, this closeness with Hashem, this understanding of Hashem that was there. So the Beis Yisrael, the Gehar Rebbe says, the reason that Moshe Rabbein had to schlep them, they didn't want to leave it, exactly like we we're saying. They didn't want to leave. They said, we're experiencing Zekeli. How could we leave? So why did Moshe schlep them? Why did he take them away? Because it's not going to last. The reason it's not going to last is because if you don't do something to build it, to earn it, to work it, it'll come and it'll go. He was taking them towards Matan Torah. It's a few more weeks in the Midbar, but he was taking them towards Matan Torah, where we're going to do things, we're going to earn things, we're going to learn how to do, how to invest, how to create receptacles for it. When we go, so we're going away for a few days to use, to, to take advantage, to, to rejuvenate ourselves, to realize that this is a Vayasa, we should be leaving, hopefully have the feeling we're leaving Baal Karcham. I don't want to leave Yeshua, I don't want to leave the Makam that I'm yearning from. I don't want to leave my kvias where I'm growing from. But I'm going, the reason I'm going is because I understand that things can't become stagnant. Sometimes you have to step out of it a little bit to come back into it. So I come back with a freshness. So I come back with energy. So I come back looking forward and excited. I come back ready to invest and create these good makaymas to build the mikdash, to do it with more hitter, to do it with more excitement. And in my benadam lechaveru, to take other people into account a little bit more, which have a very restful 
Ben Azmar, I think the second Seder today also. Perhaps night Seder for the Machmirim. Rosh Hashanah all. We should come back rejuvenated and excited and have an amazing smile. Thank you.